Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One Year Chronological Bible. And today's reading is for September 5th. The Prince, Levites, and Priests, Ezekiel 44, 1-31. Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The Lord said to me, This gate is to remain shut. It must not be opened. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. The prince himself is the only one who may sit inside the gateway to eat in the presence of the Lord. He is to enter by way of the portico of the gateway and go out the same way. Then the man brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked and saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord, and I fell face down. The Lord said to me, Son of man, look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations and instructions regarding the temple of the Lord. Give attention to the entrance to the temple and all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to rebellious Israel, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Enough of your detestable practices, people of Israel. In addition to all your other detestable practices, you brought foreigners uncircumcised in heart and flesh into my sanctuary, desecrating my temple while you offered me food, fat, and blood, and you broke my covenant. Instead of carrying out your duty in regard to my holy things, You put others in charge of my sanctuary. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. No foreigner uncircumcised in heart and flesh is to enter my sanctuary, not even the foreigners who live among the Israelites. The Levites who went far from me when Israel went astray and who wandered from me after their idols must bear the consequences of their sin. They may serve in my sanctuary, having charge of the gates of the temple and serving in it. They may slaughter the burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people and stand before the people and serve them. But because they served them in the presence of their idols and made the people of Israel fall into sin, therefore I have sworn with uplifted hand that they must bear the consequences of their sin, declares the Sovereign Lord. They are not to come near to serve me as priests or come near any of my holy things or my most holy offerings. They must bear the shame of their detestable practices, and I will appoint them to guard the temple for all the work that is to be done in it. But the Levitical priests, who are descendants of Zadok, and who guarded my sanctuary when the Israelites went astray from me, are to come near to minister before me. They are to stand before me to offer sacrifices of fat and blood, declares the Sovereign Lord. They alone are to enter my sanctuary. They alone are to come near my table to minister before me and serve me as guards. When they enter the gates of the inner court, they are to wear linen clothes. They must not wear any woolen garment while ministering at the gates of the inner court, or inside the temple. They are to wear linen turbans on their heads and linen undergarments around their waists. They must not wear anything that makes them perspire. When they go out into the outer court where the people are, they are to take off the clothes they have been ministering in and are to leave them in the sacred rooms and put on other clothes so that the people are not consecrated through contact with their garments. They must not shave their heads or let their hair grow long but they are to keep the hair of their heads trimmed. No priest is to drink wine when he enters the inner court. They must not marry widows or divorced women. They may marry only virgins of Israelite descent or widows of priests. They are to teach my people the difference between the holy and the common and show them how to distinguish between the unclean and the clean. In any dispute, the priests are to serve as judges and decide it according to my ordinances. They are to keep my laws and my decrees for all my appointed festivals, and they are to keep my Sabbaths holy. A priest must not defile himself by going near a dead person. However, 
If the dead person was his father or mother, son or daughter, brother or unmarried sister, then he may defile himself. After he is cleansed, he must wait seven days. On the day he goes into the inner court of the sanctuary to minister in the sanctuary, he is to offer a sin offering for himself, declares the Sovereign Lord. I am to be the only inheritance the priests have. You are to give them no possession in Israel. I will be their possession. They will eat the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings, and everything in Israel devoted to the Lord will belong to them. The best of all the fruit, first fruits and all your special gifts will belong to the priests. You are to give them the first portion of your ground meal so that a blessing may rest on your household. The priests must not eat anything, whether bird or animal, found dead or torn by wild animals. Division of the Land Ezekiel 45, 1-8a When you allot the land as an inheritance, you are to present to the Lord a portion of the land as a sacred district, 25,000 cubits long and 20,000 cubits wide. The entire area will be holy. Of this, a section 500 cubits square is to be for the sanctuary, with 50 cubits around it for open land. In the sacred district, measure off a section 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits wide. In it will be the sanctuary, the most holy place. It will be the sacred portion of the land for the priests who minister in the sanctuary and who draw near to minister before the Lord. It will be a place for their houses as well as a holy place for the sanctuary. An area 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits wide will belong to the Levites who serve in the temple as their possession for towns to live in. You are to give the city as its property an area 5,000 cubits wide and 25,000 cubits long Adjoining the sacred portion, it will belong to all Israel. The prince will have the land bordering each side of the area formed by the sacred district and the property of the city. It will extend westward from the west side and eastward from the east side, running lengthwise from the western to the eastern border parallel to one of the tribal portions. This land will be his possession in Israel. Rules for the Prince Ezekiel 45, 8b-12 and my princes will no longer oppress my people, but will allow the people of Israel to possess the land according to their tribes. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You've gone far enough, princes of Israel. Give up your violence and oppression and do what is right and just. Stop dispossessing my people, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are to use accurate scales, an accurate ephah, and an accurate bath. The ephah and the bath are to be the same size, the bath containing a tenth of a homer and an ephah of a tenth of a homer. The homer is to be the standard measure for both. The shekels to consist of 20 geras. 20 shekels plus 25 shekels plus 15 shekels equal 1 mina. Special offerings and celebrations. Ezekiel 45, 13 through 46, 18. This is the special gift you are to offer. A sixth of an ephah from each homer of wheat and sixth of an ephah from each homer of barley. The prescribed portion of olive oil measured by the bath is a tenth of a bath from each core, which consists of ten bass or one homer, for ten bass are equivalent to a homer. Also, one sheep is to be taken from every flock of two hundred from the well-watered pastures of Israel. These will be used for the grain offerings, burnt offerings, and fellowship offerings, to make atonement for the people, declares the Sovereign Lord. All the people of the land will be required to give this special offering to the Prince of Israel. It will be the duty of the Prince to provide the burnt offerings, grain offerings, and drink offerings at the festivals, the new moons, and the Sabbaths, at all the appointed festivals of Israel, he will provide the sin offerings, grain offerings, burnt offerings, and fellowship offerings to make atonement for the Israelites. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In the first month on the first day, you are to take a young bull without defect and purify the sanctuary. 
The priest is to take some of the blood of the sin offering and put it on the doorpost of the temple, on the four corners of the upper ledge of the altar, and on the gatepost of the inner court. You are to do the same on the seventh day of the month for anyone who sins unintentionally or through ignorance, so you are to make atonement for the temple. In the first month on the fourteenth day you are to observe the Passover, a festival lasting seven days, during which you shall eat bread made without yeast. On that day the prince is to provide a bull as a sin offering for himself and for all the people of the land. Every day during the seven days of the festival he is to provide seven bulls and seven rams without defect as a burnt offering to the Lord and a male goat for a sin offering. He is to provide as a grain offering an ephah for each bull and an ephah for each ram along with a hen of olive oil for each ephah. During the seven days of the festival, which begins in the seventh month on the fifteenth day, he is to make the same provision for the sin offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, and oil. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The gate of the inner court facing east is to be shut on the six working days, but on the Sabbath day and on the day of the new moon it is to be opened. The prince is to enter from the outside through the portico of the gateway and stand by the gatepost. The priest are to sacrifice his burnt offering and his fellowship offerings. He's to bow down to worship at the threshold of the gateway and then go out, but the gate will not be shut until evening. On the Sabbaths and new moons, the people of the land are to worship in the presence of the Lord in the entrance of that gateway. The burnt offering the prince brings to the Lord on the Sabbath day is to be six male lambs and a ram, all without defect. The grain offering given with the ram is to be an ephah, and the grain offering with the lambs is to be as much as he pleases, along with a hint of olive oil for each ephah. On the day of the new moon, he is to offer a young bull, six lambs and a ram, all without defect. He is to provide as a grain offering one ephah with the bull, one ephah with the ram, and with the lambs as much as he wants to give, along with a hint of oil for each ephah. When the prince enters, he is to go in through the portico of the gateway, and he is to come out the same way. When the people of the land come before the Lord at the appointed festivals, whoever enters by the north gate is to worship, is to go out the south gate, and whoever enters by the south gate is to go out the north gate. No one is to return through the same gate by which they entered, but each is to go out the opposite gate. The prince is to be among them, going in when they go in, and going out when they go out. At the feast and the appointed festivals, the grain offering is to be an ephah with a bull, an ephah with the ram, and with the lambs, as much as he pleases, along with a hint of oil for each ephah. When the prince provides a free will offering to the Lord, whether a burnt offering or fellowship offerings, the gate facing east is to be open for him. He shall offer his burnt offering for his fellowship offerings, as he does on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after he's gone out, the gate will be shut. Every day you are to provide a year-old lamb without defect for a burnt offering to the Lord. Morning by morning you shall provide it. You are also to provide it with morning by morning a grain offering, consisting of a sixth of an ephah with a third of a hint of oil to moisten the flour. The presenting of this grain offering to the Lord is a lasting ordinance. So the lamb and the grain offering and the oil should be provided morning by morning for a regular burnt offering. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. If the prince makes a gift from his inheritance to one of his sons, it will also belong to his descendants, is to be their property by inheritance. If, however, he makes a gift from his inheritance to one of his servants, the servant may keep it until the year of freedom, then it will revert to the prince. His inheritance belongs to his sons only, it is theirs. The prince must not take any of the inheritance of the people, driving them off their property. He is to give his sons their inheritance out of his own property, so that not one of my people will be separated from their property. The Temple Kitchens 
Ezekiel 46, 19-24. Then the man brought me through the entrance at the side of the gate to the sacred rooms facing north, which belonged to the priest, and showed me a place at the western end. He said to me, This is the place the priests are to cook the guilt offering and the sin offering, and bake the grain offering, to avoid bringing them into the outer court and consecrating the people. He then brought me to the outer court and led me around to its four corners, and I saw in each corner another court. In the four corners of the outer court were enclosed courts, forty cubits long and thirty cubits wide, and of the courts in the four corners was the same size. Around the inside of each of the four courts was a ledge of stone, with places for fire built all around under the ledge. He said to me, These are the kitchens where those who minister at the temple are to cook the sacrifices of the people. And that's the end of the reading for September so we have these visions uh, from God to Ezekiel and here it's it's about you know the temple and it's about the sacrificial system and it's about worship it's about land and again a lot of these things um, do not carry over uh, to the New Testament at least not in the specifics so in these cases I'm looking for things about God because the things about God, uh, even if his particular stipulations for his people and the way he wants things done might change, he does not change. And what I noticed here as a devotional takeaway is God's provision for his people to worship him and God's provision for the basic needs of his people. He gives them meaning to serve him. He gives them what they need and he makes sure that they also give what they should to others. And so when I look at all the scripture then and in the New Testament, I think of the worship of God and also the care for others, the gratefulness for what God has given us, and then also the care that we need to have for other people. So, Father, I come away from this reading today. I don't know exactly uh, what I'm supposed to take away from this vision that Ezekiel had. But, Lord, I, I recognize that you have always been in charge of your own worship in, in terms of how you want your people to worship you. And I know, Lord, today it's, a, it's about the heart. It's about worshiping you uh, alone, and it's about worshiping you with other people. It's about giving myself completely to you. And so I dedicate myself to worshiping you today. And Father, also um, the things you have given us to be able to care for our families, to be able to care for other people. I, I feel that that's something I also, Father, want to take note of, a thankfulness in my heart to you for all you've given and a consideration of how to bless others. And may I live in that today. In Jesus' name, amen.